Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce John Kennedy from England, and John has ME. Welcome, John. Hello. Could you tell us when you were diagnosed? Well, it's, that's a hard one because um, uh, originally, uh, back in sort of 1981-82, uh, when I um, had a, a muscle virus, uh, in the aftermath of that, the, the doctor had at the time... Um, suggested um, the, uh, the, the, the letters ME, mm-hmm. um, but sort of said, well, it's not really um, a recognised illness, but uh, because she'd known me a long time, she, 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 she said, really, she said, that's all I think it can be, because you never come to see me unless you're really ill, because I wasn't, uh, you know, and the doctor said, be two minutes kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... My real diagnosis, after a few sort of sceptics over the years, was uh, Andrew Wright, Dr. Wright, um, who, who was the, the specialist then um, working for Berry Health Authority, but I think, I think he was um, brought in from Bolton, and he was the, the one who, who really um, uh, told me that I got ME from, from you know, sort of asking me all the different questions and, and the like. And, of course, he's an ME sufferer himself, so he, he knows um, um, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I would say it would be ooh, um, 2009. So how old were you, John, when you had the first um, problems with this methyl virus? Round about 30. Right. 30 oh. or 31. Right, so I imagine you were quite an active person at that age, weren't you? I was, um, yeah, I, I had been a competition judo player. Oh, right. Um, and I was still teaching judo in, in those days. And, um, you know, sort of the end of a session, I would fight every every person on the mat, one after the other. So sometimes I'd fight maybe 12 people one after the other, and sometimes 30, 35 people one after the other. So I was, you know, sort of um, an incredibly fit, strong and active person. Mm-hmm. So how did it affect you when you had uh, been diagnosed? What what were your symptoms like at that point? Well, the, 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 the first set of symptoms were absolute... Because um, it was such a, cr- a contrast to my normal physical self. The... Uh, the symptoms of of not being able to walk more than um, say uh, well, maybe twenty twenty or thirty feet without having to stop and um, and rest. Um, but that was one of the hardest things. I used to run three miles every day before then. Um, the, the the fact that I was in pain all the time. Um, and tired, just incredibly tired. Not not tired like 
I have had a busy day and I need to go to bed because I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But a sick, horrible, um, nagging tiredness that seemed to go to the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sort of not being able to concentrate was was a difficult one. Um, and then I had, um, uh, at one point, as the Emmy seemed to cycle with me, um, at, at one point, um, when the Emmy was bad, I had a headache that started in the October of one year and didn't go away until round about June the next year. Um, that almost drove me insane. That's some headache, But it was it? all, you know... Sorry? That's some headache. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was bad, but it was all part of the ME because it was the headache and the ME were both there together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, until just recently, I would have been... If I'd had a headache for more than a, more than a couple of days, I would have started to worry, but I don't, I don't have to worry now. But um, I, when I went to see Dr. Wright... Um, I've learned to to pace myself a bit better mm-hmm. um, and not push myself as as hard. Um, and so, you know, sort of seeing him um, help because, I mean, more than anything, it helped me because the, there were people there that actually believed there was something wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sort of some people thought of me more as a, a malingerer than a person that was, that was ill. It was very hard. And you, you know, you want to go to work. Um, but Dr. Wright was, you know, he um, pretty soon um, seemed to know, you know, what would help me. Right. Um, so, and he, and he, sorry? So, um, <laughs> when you went to see Dr. Andrew Wright, did he prescribe LDN on the first consultation with him or did you have oh, to no, wait a while? It was quite a while before he, he suggested it, and he, he said, I think I've got something that, that may help you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help everybody. Um, and he said, but it, it gives some people um, uh, a certain amount of relief. It depends on the person as to whether they're um, willing to, to do what they need to do in the first place, mm-hmm. which is, you know, come off all their opiates. Um, I have a friend in the in the U.S., who is um, who is taking LDN, but won't come off her opiates and, and doesn't understand why she's not being successful with it. You know, mm. you can't you can't do the two. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I mean I came off the opiates, had um, uh, about six weeks of insomnia coming off uh, tramadol, mm-hmm. um, and was a bit um, uh, shall we say testy at the time. I'm not a person who suffers from moods. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have uh, some side effects from the LDN at first. So of course, the, the major one, in fact, the only one that I could think of, uh, was that I had some, some more insomnia. Um, uh, but that's well documented that that happens to mm-hmm. some people. But that lasted about three weeks, shall we say. Right. Um, I, mean, I, I mean, after having had six weeks of it, and then another three weeks, I was, um, you know, I was ready to uh, uh, to sort of kill and eat somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but once once the insomnia disappeared, 
everything else was was terrific. That was it was uh, uh, I felt excellent, but that was taking the capsules. Right. Because uh, I can't take liquid medicine. I couldn't even give liquid medicine to my children when they were small. <laughs> uh, fabulous. Um, I'm quite quite um, quick in its uh, in its effect on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I did question myself as to whether um, I was having a little oasis from my ME or if it was the um, LDN. Mm-hmm. Um, discovered it was the LDN um, because in the April of last year, um, sort of soon after starting the LDN, I had to have surgery um, for for a hernia, and of course I couldn't take the LDN because they wanted to give me morphine for the for the pain mm-hmm. after the operation, which I only took for oh, half a day at the most because I'm not a uh, a big fan of painkillers in the first place. Yes. Um, but it took it took quite some time for the LDN to start working again when I started to take it because I was getting over the surgery mm-hmm. and yes. I'd had some uh, um, a, a very strong opiate with the with the um, morphine. Yes. Um, but um, you know, once I once I was back on and everything's working fine, everything was was going swimmingly. Yes. How long have you been taking LDN, John? Uh, since um, January of 2010. Okay. Um, and it's, it's been excellent. Mm-hmm. I um, had a, a, a slight problem recently um, about the LDN because um, Dr. Wright um, uh, was moved from being a specialist uh, for people with, L, uh, with ME doing um, a, something else for the health authority and he closed his private clinic which meant I could not then obtain my uh, LDN mm-hmm. so I had to go to I, well, I didn't have to go to I went to a meeting of the primary uh, care trust where I live and uh, they had an open meeting um, the last thing on their agenda at their, at their open meeting as to whether they were going to have open meetings in the future. <laughs> so it was good timing. So I had a word with them, went back and spoke to them in their, their, um, their offices about their continuing um, uh, duty of care to me. Yeah. And it was, you know, sort of somebody who worked for them who, who you know, started me on the, on the LDN. Uh, their, their area health officer said there was no reason why they couldn't prescribe LDN, even though it's off-label, um, you know, which obviously gave me uh, something to hook into. It took me then about uh, about another week uh, before I managed to persuade them um, that they needed to to continue and to prescribe on the on the National Health Service. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a focus. I had to alter their focus. Their focus was on on why I couldn't have it and why they couldn't prescribe it. And I had to explain to them that they needed to alter their focus to find out why they could give it to me instead. We didn't. I wasn't. I didn't care why they couldn't give it to me. All I was cared about was whether they could. Yeah. In the end, they they uh, instructed my GP to 
prescribe LDN, her first question was, how much is this going to cost us? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which, which surprised me because I'd given her all the information that we give to GPs, but she lost that information. And she was going to spend another 48 hours trying to find that information right. before writing prescription, which I wouldn't allow. And I, I, I um, insisted that she wrote the prescription on the day. Right. Um, I got the prescription uh, the following Thursday. I can remember you phoning and telling me. Mm. <laughs> so now I'm, you know, sort of, it's beginning to work again now. Good. Because um, you, know, you had had a few months, hadn't you, without having it? And you said that you were reversing about a back? Month. A month, well, yeah. No, it was, I think it was about, I had some time without it when, when I had the, the surgery. Mm-hmm. But then I had, um, I took my last tablet on the Monday that I went to see the uh, PCT. Yes. Uh, so it was about two weeks without. Yeah. But it's taken four weeks. Uh, for it to start working again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to just ask, once you were taking LDM before you had to stop, um, what had it actually done for you? Well, it's an interesting thing, because it, um, it moved me from... Um, I have a motability vehicle, which will need to go back now, because the LDM's working, um, because I, um, I couldn't walk more than... Oh, dear me. I couldn't walk more than 30 metres without uh, serious pain. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, most mornings I, when I got out of bed, I was in pain um, walking to the bathroom. Um, you know, that's the pain started as soon as you walk up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the tramadol really didn't do very much of the pain. Um, not, not in real terms. Um, but the um, the LDN just seemed to um, mean that I, I wasn't tired. Um, I slept better once once I got past the the insomnia. I mm-hmm. slept better. Um, I didn't have the brain fogs the same, you know. So my my ability to concentrate uh, went up. Mm-hmm. Um, much to the delight of my grandchildren. Um, <laughs> I, they, they were quite often, my granddaughter developed um, some tricks. She used to open my eyes and, and say, wake up, lazy bones. <laughs> you know, cause she was used to me falling asleep. Uh, yeah. So now, um, you know, I only fall asleep when um, and they feed me too much. Mm-hmm. But, but doesn't everybody. Um, but I was able to walk. I, I got to a point where I was walking about five miles. Wow. Um, still some pain. Mm-hmm. Not perfect, but I'm not expecting perfection. I don't expect to be the same John Kennedy that I was when I was 30. That would be foolish. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've had Emmy all this time, and I expect that some things will not change. But it does mean that I, I lose weight uh, because I'm able to go out and, and walk. It does mean I'm able to uh, reduce in size. So I feel better about myself then. Yes. Um, the interest, one of the interesting side effects for me is that when I take the LDN, um, I don't, I'm not as hungry, mainly because I don't crave carbohydrates like I would do with the ME. 
Right. Well, I've been, well, I've been waiting for the naltrexone to start working again. Mm-hmm. I've put on about three or four inches on my waist size because I've been eating loaves of bread, stacks of potatoes, loads of pasta, anything that's that's uh, carbohydrate I've been eating. And once you finish, you want to start over again. Mm. Um, but but that's that's that now that the LDN's working, that's going away, and I'm not as hungry anymore. Well, that's good. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, Last question, but will you be continuing to take LDN? Oh no, I don't think I'll bother. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can try and take it off me again, but um, you know I've got to go and see uh, the neurologist. Um, later in the month, because mm-hmm. uh, they've given me LDN on the on the NHS until I've seen the neurologist. Right. Um, as I spoke to the the, the neurology nurse, um, uh, you know that um, that Doctor Wright used to uh, used to work with, yeah. and we talked about the fact that the nice um, treatment method for me. You know, with the CBT and the um, and the exercise regime, she knows from the notes that they've got that that doesn't work for me. Right. And I'm unwilling um, to 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 follow that regime. If he says come off the LDN and run the CBT, mm-hmm. in fact, the 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 nurse that or the, the specialist that went through the CBT with me. Um, said I was the most positive uh, sick person she'd ever met. <laughs> she said if, if if anybody didn't have a better attitude towards being ill, she'd mm. never met them. Certainly not, you know, sort of people with ME or CFS or you know any of the other um, debilitating illnesses. She said they, they tend to get very um, um, depressed. Yeah, and you can do. I mean, it's um, when when you've got the ME and it's uh, like I'm not taking the LDN. Um, you just don't know how you're going to be the next day, and you mm-hmm. don't know whether you're going to be able to almost. I mean, I couldn't remember people's names um, when the uh, ME was bad. I could be talking to you one minute and the next minute I wouldn't know your name. You know, the, the brain fogs were that bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's, you know, to, to not take it would be would be foolish, wouldn't it? It would. So what would you say to other people who are thinking of trying LDN for ME? Um, you have to be brave because you've got to stop your painkillers. You've got to stop your opiates. Um and you really do have to do it. If you if you're not prepared to do it, then you you don't don't take the LDN. You can't take the two together because I've found by the fact that I had the the morphine at the hospital, you cannot take the two together. Um, but you just have to be brave and let it work, and just realise that it's not a miracle cure. You know, it's not going to, your ME isn't suddenly going to finish, mm-hmm. but you're going to feel so much better if you do the right things. You know, you also, you still have to do all the other things that you need to do. I mean, if, 
with me, I have to I have to watch how much red meat I eat. I have to make sure that I eat um, plenty of raw vegetables and things uh, and fruit, and I, and I feel an awful lot better, you know, on top of that. Yeah. And obviously, I need to. I'm, I'm seriously overweight, and I need to uh, to reduce that down. That will help as well. Mm-hmm. But at least I can now exercise. And I've actually bought a bicycle. Right. And um, I'm going to go out on my bicycle uh, and, and see just how much better um, the LDN is, is making me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, 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 they, should, they should try, but they have to give it a serious try. Right? There's no, you know, no maybe. You've got to really give it a good try and give it its best chance to work for them. Mm-hmm. But well, we will eagerly await to see how you get on with your cycle rides in the summer because it's the weather for going out on bike rides now, isn't it? Oh yeah, spring that's has what I'm come. For. <laughs> I'm, um, I've got I've got arthritis as well. If I didn't have arthritis in my knees, then um, I think I would have been doing what I planned to do um, when I had a, an oasis in the ME I was going to um, run a marathon but I might have to walk one but we'll mm. see R- run yes learn to walk before you run don't oh, absolutely. Say. <laughs> but it was absolutely. lovely talking to you John thank you very much for sharing your story thank you thank you for asking I'd like to introduce Sam from England, who has ME. Welcome, Sam. Hello. Could you tell me what led to your diagnosis of ME? Uh, well, I got suddenly ill in 2009 with uh, flu, uh-huh. and then I, I had this weird paralysis where there's one leg and wouldn't work, and then that would ache a bit the next day and then then the arm went and very odd having to actually use the other limbs to move a limb but it was temporary I had um, terrible tinnitus and very severe vertigo um, as well as all the usual ME delights mm-hmm. of pain and headaches and uh, hardly get out of bed um, and um, the doctors needed a bit of guidance. And I've, I've been using computers forever, and I find I feel very blessed that I've got access to information online. Um, and it, I, I obviously wanted to know what on earth was wrong with me. The doctors told me I was depressed, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I laughed. Um, <laughs> I'm just not a very, very depressive personality, lucky old me. Um, anyway, I did a, they they were talking then CFS and I said, no, I mean, um, because I don't really believe that CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome. So when did you get your diagnosis of ME? Um, eventually in November 2009. Mm-hmm. Um but I'd realised what was happening probably in the September, October. Yes. How old were you then? Uh, no spring chicken. Um, 59. 59. Right. So how did that 
impact on your life and your family having you so incapacitated? I was always the person that solved the problems and all of a sudden I couldn't, just could not solve problems anymore because I couldn't even get out of the house. Um, and my brain didn't work properly. Um, I couldn't think properly. I'd lose words. Um, you know, somebody would ask, do you want a cup of tea? And I'd say, yes, but don't put, oh, what's that stuff called? The white stuff. Um, you know, the white stuff that you keep in the fridge. Mm, you know, yeah. and bizarre, totally yeah. bizarre. So if you had to rate your quality of life at that particular point in time, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 out of 10 being the best, what would you have said your quality of life was? Uh, three or four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what would you say it is today? Uh, six or seven, maybe-ish. Mm-hmm. I, some things are much, much better. But my brain is much better. Yes. Um, the headaches have gone. Um, right. But I've still got this business of if I try and have a normal, you know, like the other, last week, I went over to my daughter's in the afternoon. Um, I use a mobility scooter these days to help with, with the energy-saving business. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got two young sons, and she's ill. So I went over there and, and took the boys to the park. Um, I haven't got better yet. I haven't, I haven't got back to baseline yet from that Mm -hmm. although it's coming I mean this is the longest time I've been down for some time but you know two boys aged four and two yes quite a quite tiring at the best of times (laughs) even if you're well yeah um you know and so so I still have very definite any symptoms but um things are a lot better and my brain is a lot better and I don't have a lot of people have gut problems. So far, Touchwood, I've been lucky with that. So how um, did you find LDM? Was it on the internet? Or yes, there yeah. was um, people on a forum talking about it. And I, I, I found it first in January 2010, mm-hmm. heard about it. And I sort of listened to the conversation, and I did quite a lot of research I took about six months to decide to try it, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't get my GP to give it to me, so I had to get a private prescription. Okay. Um, and um, the first night was mad. I had wild dreams, surfing in and out of nightmares, I called it. Um, but that didn't, the second night was slight, also slightly crazy, but things got better. What Another great change from starting on LDN is that this, my sleep became much better, and I very rarely got those nights where I, I very rarely get those nights where I just can't sleep, and nothing mm-hmm. like it used to be, mm-hmm. lying in bed just listening to that. I, I, I was always very strict about bedtime at 10, don't get up until after the world service is finished. Um, but I'd spend all night awake just sort of trying to sleep mm. before LDN. After, I haven't had a night like that. I sometimes have difficulty sleeping, but it's rare. 
how long did it take for you to get clarity of mind back? Um, it's hard to remember exactly. I suppose, think about it in terms of what else was happening. Um, a couple of, um, a month or so, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I experienced the same thing. I mean, I've got MS, but the same cognitive problems that you were describing and for me luckily it was like three weeks when everything seemed to click back together and I could think and speak yes, <laughs> and yes. remember yes um, I, I'm finding it hard to think back to that yes, time now yes. but yes yeah, so it's a similar ballpark isn't it yeah I mean it's for people listening to this if you haven't had really bad cognitive problems it's hard to explain to somebody how Absolutely. Awful it is. I mean, it is and you put, terrible. And you put the potato peelings in the fridge and, 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 and chuck, chuck your khakis <laughs> in the bin. And it's as if I your brain to, just, just goes absent on yes, you. I used to lose things but couldn't find them. Yes. I couldn't find anything that I'd lost and got everything muddled and back to front. When I spoke, it used to come out rubbish. But to me, it made complete sense. It's... But, it's, it's it's bizarre, isn't it? Mm. This is, and thank goodness that that stage has gone touch wood. Yes, you know? yes, exactly. Yeah. Never come back, I hope. <laughs> touch wood, so say. <laughs> so what would you say to other people that are suffering the same as you who are contemplating trying LDN? I would say go for it, because but go slow. Start low and go slow. Um, I'm, I've become involved in a tiny forum for people who are thinking about taking LDN. And so I've seen people reporting, a lot of people reporting their experiences. And with ME, we're terribly sensitive to things. Mm-hmm. And it seems, and this is this group is purely for people with ME, um, and it seems, I mean, some people need to start as low as 0.3 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, wait until they don't feel any benefit anymore before they go up. Yes. Take it slow, but it's well worth doing. And it's not an expensive medication, so you're not going to lose much financially. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.